Welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. I'm Mike, he's Bobby, and today we're talking about email marketing software. Last episode, we went through some of our favorite tools that we use, and we briefly touched on ActiveCampaign and ConvertKit, which Bobby uses both. I just use ActiveCampaign, but I've had a lot of experience with ConvertKit from using it in the past and from other, you know, from clients that have used it. So we're going to dive into the two today because we feel like they're the two best options out there for you if you want to get into email marketing. But depending on what you do and what you need, one might be a better option than the other. So Bobby, I'm going to let you kind of take it away and kick us off a little bit since, you know, Mm. you use both on a daily basis. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. So they're... I think the first thing to start off with, because they're both very popular, although I think active campaign is probably less popular. I don't know if it's less popular or it's just less popular in your circle since you're a blogger. I think it's made for bloggers. Yeah, I think it's in my circle. So if you're a blogger and you're listening to this and you're like, what the heck is active campaign? It's the email service provider that we use for laptop empires. I'd say it's more hardcore marketer friendly. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But I'd say the biggest thing to know about either one of them, like Mike said, they're both good. They both work well but they're just designed for different things. And every one of them is kind of different when you're talking about like drip versus MailChimp versus ConvertKit versus active campaign. But these are the two that we feel like fusion soft. I mean, there's so many many. like those that we just named are all the big ones. Yeah. And so the big difference between these two is that ConvertKit is made and targeted to bloggers, uh, people like me, content creators uh, that just, you want to create newsletters you want to create some, I wouldn't say simple automations, but if you want to create some, you know, not crazy automations uh, where you're sending people emails every day and it's in some kind of sequence and you want to be able to see all of your stats very easily and cleanly and all that kind of stuff. Like you just want something that works. You can send emails out. Active campaign is more complex, I think. And it's, um, it's got more functionality in terms of like the funnel, the automation builder, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, like we have some really cool automations that we use for laptop empires that we're not even using the full complexity of active campaign, but there's just so many different options and uh, triggers and tags and things that you can do. And it's set up really, I think intuitively, at least that portion of active campaign is set up really intuitively to build a really, really high quality funnel that works. And that's a big thing. Like sometimes uh, these funnels and, uh, and automations and things like that, they don't work all the time. <laughs> so uh, that's one of the big strengths of active campaign is we felt it's very, very reliable. So those are kind of the big, the big things to, to know about them before we dive into the little things, but once for bloggers, once for what I would call more hardcore internet marketer people. So one of the big drawbacks with Active campaign, and I and I will say right now, like I'm going to be talking about some of the, the negative stuff, but active campaign is the one that I like recommend the most personally. I'm a big fan of it. One of the big drawbacks is when you first, for example, when you sign into ConvertKit, 
it's like very clean. It's very pretty. It's very, yeah. you know, it, it looks really nice. When you first log into active campaign, it's also very pretty and nice looking, but it also looks like, you know, the NASA space launch dashboard. Like there's just right. a bunch of stuff going on. And like, even in ours, there's all these like widgets and, and things in the dashboard that we don't use. And I haven't removed them yet. Like you can actually remove it and clean it up and make it a lot simpler. And we should probably do that, but it's really customizable for what you want. But when you first log on and you see all of those things that are there as a default, that's where people get really confused and it can be really intimidating. And so I would say like, you know, one of the reasons, well, I'll tell you why I like it in a second, but as far as like functionality and what they can do, they both have the the basics of like being able to send broadcast emails to your list and being able to create automations, um, you know, so you can drip emails over time when somebody logs it or opts in to download your lead magnet or whatever it may be, you know, and then they have tagging features. So you can, you know, to an extent say, okay, this person took this action or whatever it may be. Now with ConvertKit, like with those things, like they're, they are, they're easier. They're a little more drag and drop. They're a little prettier with active campaign. It's easy to do once you figure out how to do it, but you got to figure out where those things are because that's the base functionality. There's, you know, that's 20% of the things that you can do with active campaign because active campaigns also an incredible automation tool can integrate with all kinds of things and do all kinds of crazy stuff that is way beyond me. And it's also a really powerful CRM, which I, I don't know if I said this last time, but I don't even know what CRM stands for. I just know salespeople use it and it collects data about clients and that kind of stuff. But so one of the reasons that I like active campaign is that when you, a lot of people start with something like MailChimp, right? Mm-hmm. And they use it and then, or they start with something and then they end up not liking it or they want to move on to something else. And they have to port everything over, which is a real pain. And they have to learn something new, which is also a real pain. And one of the reasons I like active campaign is because it has so many powerful capabilities that I think if you're just starting out and you want to just get over that quick learning curve and figure out how to use it, then anything you could potentially need down the road as your business evolves, you have there. And so you don't have to learn something later. You can just kind of grow into it. And I'm a big fan of that. Like that's one of the things I like. Now that doesn't mean that I think it's the right way for everybody, but it's definitely one of the advantages. I think the other advantage, I'm not sure what the pricing is on ConvertKit right now for starter. I think they're doing some sort of like freemium thing right now. But when I looked at the the news, sort of. yeah, cast for that, it was like you could use their landing page builder and start getting people in, but you couldn't send broadcast emails with the free option. But one of the things that I like about active campaign is like their light version, which has, I think we still use the light version of active campaign, which is the lowest of the four tiers. And it starts at $9 a month and there's discount codes and stuff out there. I think when we started, we actually started at $6 a month for our first 500 or a thousand subscribers or something like that. So if you're willing to spend some money, which I think you should on email marketing software, like it's a good, it it is an affordable place to start. Now, I don't think that ConvertKit is all that much more expensive to start, but I do know like active campaigns, like used to be, it's been the cheapest out there for a while now. Yeah. Well, I've got it pulled up. So they do have different pricing structures. So active campaign, if you have 500 contacts or less, it's $9 a month for their light plan. It's $49 a month for their plus. And then you get into like the professional and the enterprise, which is 129 and then 229. 
Whereas uh, ConvertKit is zero to 1,000 subscribers is $29 a month. So that's $20 more per month for the first 1K. But I can there's like this little slider you can use on AC. So it's like if you have 1,000 contacts, it's going to be $17, 17 a month on AC. So AC is, is cheaper starting out for sure. Um, as far as like monthly and then it's like convert kit goes $29 a month. And then if you have one to 3000 subscribers, it's 49. If you have 3000 to 5000, it's 79. And then uh, over 5k, you can put your list size. So if you do like my list currently has about like 50,000 people. So it's $379 a month. And that, then it goes up after that. So mm-hmm. there's that. And then both of them have like a yearly, you can pay yearly instead of monthly and save a little bit of cash. So, but then ConvertKit also has like this try it for free, which when they rolled it out, I didn't quite understand how that worked (laughs) because it seemed like it was like you get some functionality, but you don't get all the functionality for free. So I'd have to kind of look into that a little bit more, but they just rolled out this like free thing for affiliates to start promoting and uh, getting people on. The free thing allows you to start building your list, but you can't send, you have to like earn points to send broadcast. So it's like you can build your list. You can't necessarily email to them. But the nice thing about that is, is that ConvertKit does have a landing page builder. We recommend using an individual tool for that. But if you're just starting out, like as say a blogger and you need a place to build your list and have a landing page tool, like it is a great place to start. And whereas you're not going to have that with active campaign and active campaign is not going to have a form builder. And so, and that's kind of one of those delineations there where we talked about, you know, if you're a content creator, ConvertKit was designed with those people in mind, whereas active campaigns more designed with like serious marketers or like bigger blogs, content creators, course creators, that kind of stuff in mind. And so you're not going to have the landing page builder in active campaign because they're expecting you to pair it with something that does that. They're trying to do the best at the thing they do. ConvertKit is trying to do the best at the thing they do, which is provide the all encompassing package for bloggers. And so the way that free thing works is like you can, let's say you have a PDF that's teaching people, you know, whatever, um, how to make the best macaroni and cheese in the world. Like you can promote that and get your first, however many hundred people onto your list. You can't necessarily email them unless you're referring friends or doing some other things to earn points, but it kind of allows you to like start building your list and see if you can build it before you would start sending. Now, personally, like this is just me being, you know, an internet marketer. Like I look at that and go, okay, awesome. Like that's a great way to get people in, but that doesn't, it's not really useful because you're building your list. If you're not emailing them, that's a waste. But the reality is I think a lot of people, when they first start building their list, they're not emailing them anyway. And a lot of people go through this mindset of like, well, I only have 15 people on there and one's my mom. So like, I don't really need to email them that often. And so that's fine. You know, it it can, it can work out for people when they're just getting started. So the, you know, the pricing I think is pretty comparable. You know, let me, let me go into a couple of things. Like I, maybe I'm just going to be the negative Nancy here, but like (laughs) I just talked about some of the drawbacks of active campaign. I do want to talk about some of the drawbacks I've personally experienced with convert kit, which may or may not be as relevant today. So the big one that's been always been my knock with ConvertKit was how well it functioned with Facebook ads, right? I'm, you know, run a digital marketing agency. We run a lot of Facebook ads and I always had bloggers and coaches and stuff that use ConvertKit and loved it. And they would come to me and we'd start running ads and it would just like give me headaches for weeks until we got it sorted out because the pixel wouldn't 
fire and the things weren't converting or the double opt-in used to be really difficult. And we don't usually recommend double opt-in on ads and like turning it off was a pain. But like we right. have issues where we would get, oh, okay, cool. We had 20 email subscribers verified through ClickFunnels and we would have 12 of them show up in ConvertKit and it wouldn't connect well and that kind of stuff. And that's gotten better over time. I'll be honest, it's been a little while. It, it's probably been at least six months since I had one of those issues. So maybe they've completely solved it, but that was something that I struggled with in the past. So I would just, if you're doing it, just keep in mind, like in your running Facebook ads, like that is a potential hurdle. But at the same time, I don't think you're having those issues right now and you're you're doing it. But no. generally it's it's a thing where like, it's a problem and then you get it fixed and then it works fine. So just knowing you might possibly have to get with support and work on some things to get it working the way you want it. Yeah, I haven't necessarily run into that. I think the biggest problem that I've run into with ConvertKit in the past, it hasn't happened in a while, but I just had automations that just weren't working. <laughs> like they, uh, we were, you know, getting, we were getting people running ads or, or they're coming organically through Millennial Money Man or whatever, and they're getting into sequences. And then the emails just like weren't sending to them. So it's, that's been an issue. I haven't dealt with that in a while. Uh, the way I kind of see ConvertKit, at least it seems to me, is that they have they've grown really rapidly and they've added and changed a lot of features. And when you do that, that means you get a lot of bugs. And so I think that they've been working through quite a few bugs over the last, you know, however long I've been using them just because they have grown so much. And so I do feel like ConvertKit has been a little bit buggier in my experience so far than ActiveCampaign has been. I don't think AC, I can't even really think of a bug issue that we've had. Yeah, I can. You know, the what really I think is the difference between the two of them when you're talking about like functionality and things like that. There is I think ConvertKit does shine a little bit on the ease of being able to actually create an email. They have a legacy editor and they've got a, a beta editor that they just rolled out that I played around with a little bit and they're both very easy to use. It's like pretty no-brainer if you want to put an image in, if you want to do, you know, whatever, it's like you can do it pretty easily. You can create a nice-looking email without really a lot of issues at all. And their flow is, is good from like figuring out who you want to send it to, to like actually creating the content and then previewing and sending where I think active campaign is a little bit more difficult to actually create the email. Um, they have a, mm -hmm. they have a drag and drop builder. That's like a block builder, which sounds cool and usually is pretty cool, but things like it's a little um, clunky. It's a little clunky. I feel like sometimes the text it's like, you'll, you know, if you have 14 font size, and then it's like, if you want to put an image in, well, you can't just like copy and paste. What I do a lot is like, I'll write an email in, in Google in, uh, oh God, what am I trying to think of? The Google Drive or whatever. Google Doc. A okay. Google Doc, yeah. Um, I'll take, so if we do launches, like we'll do all of our launch emails in a Google Doc so we can all edit it back and forth. And then I'll paste it into Active Campaign. But it's like, if I paste it in and we needed to put an image in the middle of the copy, like now I've got to go and like take half the copy out, delete mm -hmm. it, add an image block put the image in, put a new text block in, then I paste the rest of it in. And then it's like, oh, it's a different font size. So now and, and these are like small things, but it's just like, but it's um, annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's annoying. So it's like, ah, you know, like I wish they would just kind of make it, make their editor a little bit more. That to me is like seamless. the biggest drawback of using AC as somebody who sends a lot of emails is like, is that builder, especially when you want to put images in, like, it's just a pain. Right? Yeah, it's like, ah, and then just let you yeah. And then sometimes like when you'll copy and paste something and it'll remove the spacing. Yeah. I've had that happen too. That's probably you know what? the thing. One glitch I have been seeing lately is I, when I put a link in, like, you you know, you put a hyperlink in and all of a sudden the, the text turns blue and it's like, it's very clearly hyperlinked and active campaign. The last couple of times I've been putting links in, it won't actually 
turn blue and the link won't actually be there. You know, that's probably something I just need to jump on tech support with and be like, hey, can like there's a bug here. But it's just, yeah, I think I think the user experience part of actually creating the email is is better. And it, you can just tell ConvertKit focuses on user experience more than like deep functionality. And so it's just it goes back to what you were saying earlier. Like if you're a if you're a content creator, if you're a newer blogger, or even if you're an experienced blogger and you just you just want to get the stuff done. I think ConvertKit's a good option. And they do have the built-in landing pages, which is helpful. I don't use them for Millennium Money Man because the new website is built on Thrive Architect. So all of our landing pages are on Thrive and then it just kind of connects to, it integrates with ConvertKit. But if you don't have you know, ClickFunnels or Thrive or any of the lead landing page builders, then it's a good option because it is something that you can integrate. You can put the pixel on it, the Facebook pixel. You can create a nice looking landing page that has some customization. So that is a good thing too. So yeah, it just goes back to like there's the pros and cons, but I think the UX part of ConvertKit is a little bit more figured out than 100%. AC. But Active Campaign, I feel like it's it's almost like uh, if you go to if you go to the store, if you go to like the hardware store and you're gonna buy a drill, you can buy like a good drill for a homeowner, or you can get the commercial quality drill, and that's the difference. I think it's like ConvertKit is the one for that's like it's going to be easy to use. You're going to get it out of the box. It's going to work well. It's not going to be the most powerful. It's not going to be the fanciest or whatever. And then you've got the the commercial one that kind of looks a little ugly, you know, but it's badass. Like it does everything you want it mm-hmm. to do. So that's that's kind of the way I think about both of them. It just really depends on where you are. And that's where AC really shines. Like yeah. if you're if you're listening to this and you are a course creator, you you sell info products. If you're a coach that does sales, that's where AC really shines because like if you're doing say phone sales, selling a high ticket product, like being able to have that customer tracking data, that that CRM and like all of that kind of stuff is super, super useful. If you're like us and you're selling courses, the abilities that you can use to tag people and see how people are reacting and where they are and move people around is just incredible. And I mean, just to kind of peel back the curtain and give you an example, like we're working on a webinar and right before we were doing this, I was reading to Bobby, like, you know, the 10 most pe- recent people to come through and we could see inside of active campaign, they were tagged based on whether they watched the webinar or not. Whether they watched, if they watched, did they watch the regular one or the replay? Did they leave early? Did they watch the full thing? Did they see the offer and click, did they click on the offer? Like every single little piece. And we're not doing this yet because we're still building it out, but we're going to be able based on that information to move people around. So if somebody signs up for the webinar and we're sending them a replay email and say, we have three days, we're reminding them to watch the replay before it expires. Well, if somebody watches the video in full at the beginning, we don't need to remind them to watch the replay and we're going to be able to grab that tag and easily move them to another sequence that's about the offer right and if they if and we can even make it distinct based on whether they watched if we have two people that watched the full thing and one saw and clicked on the offer and one didn't we can give them unique messaging and so that kind of stuff is really powerful and we know this even from like our retargeting ads and stuff and launches we send different messages to our audience that have visited the sales page and then bounce versus people that made it all the way to the order cart, right? And bounce, like they're getting individualized message and individualized messaging is really powerful. So if you are a course creator and you're promoting a webinar, you're running paid traffic or you're doing some sort of offer, you know, some like info product type thing, being able to have that those advanced analytics and do things like it might not be relevant to you today, but 
you'll want to grow into that. You'll want to get there, right? And if you're a blogger that is really is going to focus on info products or you're a YouTuber that's going to focus on info products instead of being very affiliate driven, then active campaign is going to make a lot more sense for you. So it really like, that's where it shines. It's more advanced. And so you just got to come, I mean, what it comes down to is you got to decide like, what do I need? Right. Um, and I think, you know, we're only talking about active campaign and Aweber. I'll say before we kind of say, Hey, go this road or this route, because we think those are the best ones. Like I'm just to hit on MailChimp Infusionsoft, Aweber, for example, like Aweber is great. I would say it's in between active campaign and convert kit, but in order to use the advanced features that come as part of active campaign, you have to buy something called pro tools and it becomes very expensive. Infusionsoft is considered like the thing. And like a lot of people that are doing real high ticket stuff, love to use it, but it's incredibly expensive integrations and things I've had experience with them. They're kind of a pain. I mean, it is incredibly expensive and I don't think it's any more powerful than active campaign um, and MailChimp. It's free, but you get what you paid for. And you're going to get out of that at some point. You're better off just like, in my opinion, starting with the good thing from day one, you have affordable options. You know, that's one of the, you know, that's where I go. Okay. If you want the affordable option, use active campaign, but you know, even $29 a month, maybe that's not affordable for you right now. And that's why I said, you know, nine with, with active campaign, but, but still like, even if you can do the $29 a month for either one, like it's worth it instead of doing everybody's like, oh, I'm using a free MailChimp. And then a few months later, they're hating it. They're having to port it over. And so you just got to see where your priorities are. So that's kind of why we talked about these two specifically. But if you're listening to this and you're still like, okay, pros and cons, I'm not really sure which one. I think you just got to think about your business. I mean, do you think it's a fair characterization to just say like, if you're a content creator that wants to send simple newsletter blasts and have simple automations, go with convert. And if you're wanting to do phone sales, or you're going to be a course creator and get to more advanced stuff later, you should go active campaign. I mean, I feel like that's really the delineation. Yeah, I agree. And you're, if you guys are, you know, if you're thinking about that and you're like, well, the biggest bloggers that I know use ConvertKit, even if they're doing like complex stuff, they have an affiliate program, right? So like a lot of the biggest bloggers out there could use something probably more powerful, but they use ConvertKit because they can sell ConvertKit. So that's another thing to kind of keep in mind if you're like, oh, you know, this guy or this girl uses it. And so they say it's the best thing out there possible. They're probably selling it, you know? So that's well, another thing to kind of keep in mind. An active campaign has an affiliate program too, I believe. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. know. I'll, have to, I'll have to check. We're not really... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not, con- but yeah, Burkitt has a developed, very developed affiliate program. They've got affiliate people that email you all the time about promoting their product. They do challenges. They do a lot of things to kind of, kind of get bloggers to promote their product. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's something to take into consideration. If you see like a big blogger that's doing like millions in course sales, you know, the big reason they're promoting it is probably because one, they like it and two, they can make some money promoting it. So just something to kind of keep in mind. Yeah, definitely true. And the other thing too, is like, like we said, ConvertKit came out and said, bloggers are our niche. We're building this software for bloggers, you know, and that's what they aimed at. And so a lot of bloggers switch to it and a lot of bloggers use it. And I don't think that there are a lot of bloggers that do email marketing, but I don't think it's like in my world, in the internet marketing world where people like study email copywriting and stuff. I don't know if that's as prevalent. And so I think people in my world are a little bit more opinionated about like one email service provider versus another. And, you know, a lot of times like the big bloggers, you know, that have a ton of traffic and everything, like they might not be doing some of the more advanced stuff. You know, we've seen that where it's like, 
they've got so much traffic in such a big list that they're not doing some of the more sophisticated things. And you compare that to like kind of what we do, like our business started two years ago. And so we were, I, th- I feel like we've always tried to do cutting edge things and, and really tried to overachieve in that way to get the best results possible out of our business when it was small. Yeah. And and so, you know, we've talked to people before that have much bigger audiences that we do and they want to know about certain things that we do one way or the other because, you know, we've been able to kind of blend blend those things. So, but at the end of the day, it's just like, what are you going to be comfortable with, right? Like these things have free trials. I do think that it's, you just got to sit down and go, okay, what am I and what are my goals? You know, if you're going to be a blogger that's going to focus on affiliate marketing and, you know, maybe selling affiliate products from other people, then ConvertKit is probably the way to go for you. If you're a blogger that plans to sell your own info products, I think that you'll probably, it's worth kind of eating the learning curve from Active Campaign early on. And if you are a digital marketer, or a coach or a consultant or a course creator, and, and not necessarily a, a blogger, like Active Campaign makes a little bit more sense for you. On the flip side, if you're like me and you're not very techie, maybe active campaigns not the way, <laughs> the way, <laughs> you know, because like that is one thing, like even just like excluding people. Remember, we had to like, I had to bring somebody in to show me how to exclude people from the list on active campaign. It was a little, yeah, the logic, logic they use, yeah. it's, it allows you to get so nuanced, but I was confused by it. I'm not the brightest dude in the world when it comes to that kind of stuff, you know, so that probably contributed. But so if you just want something to keep your life simple, once again, go to ConvertKit. So we're probably not painting a picture of like, which one is better because I don't think one is better. It depends. Yeah. Knowing your situation. Yeah. It just depends. I don't think there is a, I mean, using both of them, like I'm happy with both of them for the most part, you know, if my personal preference would probably be to switch to active campaign uh, because we are going to start doing like at millennial money. I mean, we're going to start selling some courses and things that are going to take some funnels and, and, and do all that. So I, th- I do think at some point I probably will make the switch. I just haven't switched because I don't, it's a pain and I just don't want to do it. Like I've got my sequences, I've got my automations built out in convert kits. Like, ah, I just don't want to change over. But I, you know, if you're a beginner blogger or you just like affiliate marketer or whatever, like you're going to be fine with convert kit and you're going to be fine with active campaign. You're either one. The important thing is you're going to have to learn it one way or the other. So like, it's just a matter of, you know, what your preference is. So Anyway, that's it. If you guys have any questions about it, let us know in the comments. We'd be happy to answer your questions about the tools. We will put links to the services. I'm sure they will be affiliate links if we have them. <laughs> I think we have an, an active campaign link, but Bobby said he didn't know if they had an affiliate uh, affiliate program. So who knows? We'll have to double check on that. But <laughs> yeah. you know, definitely check them out. Really though, I mean, the bigger thing here is if you want you should be email marketing. Like I firmly believe that, like whatever it is you're doing, your email list. I mean, we deal with it all the time. Facebook changes something. Google changes something. Instagram goes from like this great thing you can grow to just totally suppressing your reach. Pinterest is doing the same thing. Like these platforms, you don't have control. They have control, but you always own your email list and you can always email to your list and nobody can change that. So it's an important safety blanket and resource to build. So choose one, start using it and check out all the resources we have on the site about email marketing, the podcasts we've done ourselves, the ones where we've had our copywriter, Chris Wozikowski come in and talk about email marketing. There's so many resources for you. So check them out in the show notes. Bobby, you got any final thoughts? No, just start sending emails. That's it. Awesome. Cool. Well, y'all have a wonderful week. Please subscribe to the podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. 
For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out. Thank you.